0: Shut
1: up and sit down. Believe in yourself because you came all the way to here. That means you must have some talent, you must have some potential. Just don't throw it away by just giving
2: up.
0: told you once and I'll tell you again. Shut up, legs. I'd love to say that to Mattley Grand, Grant, Evan Price, Lance Hapler, and Jake Von Doring as well, but I'd probably get canned from this gig. Nevertheless, enjoy the Dialed Podcast.
3: Yes, showing up and participating is important. Trying your best is important, but neither deserves a trophy. If you want one of those, go win something. Hi and welcome to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake von during and today I am here with Lance Eppler.
2: Lance Romance in studio. In studio. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's hard when you're gone. Thank you. Yes. It it is. Is. There's <laughs> a lot of like emotional it's a very tired vibe. It's, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of
1: crying and stuff like that. You don't know this when you're gone because you're gone. But I, I don't see the crying, the sobbing, the weepy tears. It's, yeah, it's you're uh, sweet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I try. And to his right, Evan Price. How's it going? Not bad. Decent.
1: Decent. decent. I'm all right. Yeah, we're here. We're here. (laughs) And last but not least, Matt LeGrand. Last and least, (laughs) Matt LeGrand. (laughs) What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? How are you guys doing? They're wow. doing well. They're Excellent. they're waving so Yeah, high. yeah. It's good yeah. to see them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really good to see them. It's actually, that's
0: yes. like an, a direct like a direct address now when you do that. I know. It's like yeah. you're basically talking it, directly to them.
1: Because we are live streaming on YouTube. The so live thing. It, yep. If you guys are listening to this in post, you can tune in typically on Mondays at noon. During your lunch hour Yes. If you're the
0: Pacific Northwest time zone.
1: And uh, and you can find us on YouTube. Um, you can search for Dialed Podcast, the Dialed Podcast. Tune in, mm-hmm. Yeah, subscribe, whatever they do, whatever the YouTubers Correct. do.
3: Mm-hmm. So today we are here with episode number 48. 48. We're creeping up on the 50. Are we yeah, going to do something right for the there. half centennial? Yeah. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Blabber sure. on about something, uh, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, we'll do something fun. Uh, let's get started with our backpedal. Um, Lance, backpedal for us.
2: Backpedal. Well, I got some miles in this last week. I had I had a pretty decent week. Almost, you weren't on a boat. Yeah, I was not <laughs> on a boat, but I did get some miles in. Um, I, I put in uh, almost 300 miles. It was 15 and a half hours or something like that. So, um, I got some good rides in. Uh, I had a couple terrible rides. Where <laughs> one actually in particular terrible ride because uh i i was headed out and it was dry and 20 miles out the deluge of rain came and i just rode soaked for the next 20 miles just like trying to get home so did you have rain gear on i had my rain gear on but yeah i I was it was cold i was just kind of miserable so anyway but highlight of the week um i actually got to ride with uh Everybody at this table on Woo. Saturday, yes, sir. and there was a ride on Wednesday that me and Jake and Matt were able was, to do I finished. had some
0: serious I, fear of missing out during <laughs> Looking at pictures from that ride. Some I was Foma. like oh my god. I want to do that ride. was Thursday.
2: I think it was Thursday. Had to be Yeah, we I uh, think. we headed out for yeah. a little loop. Just that was hard. It was the no
0: scrubs
1: ride Oh, I've been having
2: so much fun with your titles. I know I love it <laughs>
0: My tiles are so boring compared to Lance's. I need to work on my game.
2: (laughs) Weezer put out this new album this week. Seriously? Um, They did.
3: They did. Was it the Teal album? The Teal album. It's like a Miami Vice-looking thing? It's
2: (laughs) it's a covers album. It was just 10 songs, and they're all covers. Oh, did they
0: put their Africa cover on
3: there? Yeah,
2: they put their Africa cover on, but but they covered... TLC, no scrubs, Um, scrubs? and like Aha's "Take on Me." Oh, cool! And "Paranoid." I think that's an Ozzy Osbourne. Let me ask you a question
3: about that. I I listened to like I didn't listen to the whole song, but I listened to the whole album. Is that something where you're gonna go back and listen to those over and over again? I didn't feel like they put enough of a Weezer spin on it. I mean, there's a little bit of their stamp on a couple songs in a couple places, but it almost sounds like. It's like, like they the were world's trying best to, karaoke band yeah. just
0: nailed it, but
2: it's like it's not
0: Weezer.
3: <laughs> they're just <laughs>
2: trying to, they're just trying I'm, to like perfect it. It's yeah, like, there's
0: a lot of people yeah. that do not like that Africa cover. I love that. I think it's Af- great. It's I think so it's close. a great cover. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah.
2: Anyway, so mm-hmm. I like the album. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to listen to it again, and they've got another album coming out um, soon as yeah, well. Yeah, but They're yeah. busy. Wow. Yeah.
0: Good for Weezer. Yeah. All right, so how, you, how how are you feeling? How are the legs <laughs> feeling as far mm-hmm.
2: as biking goes? You not know, not to not to bring this back to biking, but but I was but bring yeah. it back to biking. Um I I feel really good right now. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I'm better better than I thought. Um and I'm sure we'll get to this. We we had a team ride on Saturday yeah. um mm-hmm. that we were all at, all four of us. All four of us. Plus it's, gonna, it's gonna be part of all of our backpack. Yep. Plus mm-hmm. twenty-two other people or something. We had a big it was group. Huge. That well, mostly when we left
3: us. it was twenty four. Five or six, and we picked up, picked up. Um, five more along yeah. the way. So we were about mm-hmm. 30. About 30 <laughs> people rolling. On right. a very cold day, too. So
0: 30 people on a day that was not,
3: like, you know, it, that yeah, warm. Yeah, when we it. left... My house to ride over to meet. It was 37 thirty seven or thirty eight, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 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 I was just thinking
1: some of those first couple <clears throat> like pulls. You know, like when we were out at um, Vancouver Lake, which is for those of you guys that aren't from this area, it's kind of a flat area without um, stoplights or whatever. And you you have a big group, and there's some solid riders there. It's just like huge group. Not there. There weren't a lot of scrubs, as you know, no. as Lance would say. There were and no so scrubs. it was kind of like yeah, no. you could. <laughs> you could have a pack of 30 people rolling at
2: 30 miles an hour. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a big group and it was a lot of fun. It, yeah, You know, we, we had made it clear at the beginning of the ride that it was going to be a drop ride, which meant if you dropped off the pace tough crap mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> basically catch, to. us, yeah. catch us on the uh when yeah, we right. on the out and back you which, know, which was great no, no one had a problem with the it. rides the no rides
0: one. a bunch of out and backs though so it works very nice i mean it's an awesome
2: yeah we really sh- like yeah. it's
0: not a fearful drop right like there's some rides you go on where you're like oh crap like I we're doing 8,000 feet of climbing and i'm gonna get dropped and <laughs> this is bad no th-
1: this is not one of those yeah. rides yeah in yeah. fact the the way i looked at it was like Go ahead, let them like because yeah. there's so many opportunities to, to circle back. Was mm-hmm. like, go ahead and like let yourself get dropped yeah. on this first, and then just be the rabbit on the way back, and, and then yeah. here and here, and then it's like you know that you're you're saving yourself a little bit of energy for being able to get more miles in or right. whatever it is. So mm-hmm. it's a pretty nice setup that ride. So yeah. It was good,
2: I, and I know everybody had their own experience on this ride, yeah. so everybody will get <laughs> wow. to tell their own <laughs> yes. experience well, about I wanna, this ride. I want to
0: hear the Lance experience from this ride.
2: Well, you know, it I, yeah, it where was. Where did you go? It was frustrating because I really, really wanted to ride with the group. Yeah, but um, we had flat issues. There yeah. was yeah. lots of flats. Yeah, and I, I'll That's let you guys the tell your of stories. This ride, you? Evan had a flat. Jake had a mm-hmm. flat. Right, and um, a lot and, of other people had flats and too. I felt a personal need to stay with Evan and stay with Jake I felt I just, so bad I just wanted to you didn't so, you didn't care about me did you I, well you didn't flat Matt you're a jerk <laughs> you stayed with the group. you're a jerk I didn't flat either but- <laughs> So you're the jerk because you took off when I, stayed I hear I heard
1: Evan's <laughs> wheel go, and I just sprinted. Yeah. Yeah. Go go now. Now's go, your chance. Now,
2: now's chance.
0: I think everybody heard it. It was not a subtle flat.
1: <laughs> it was good. Well, because and, and, you were right on my wheel. So it was yeah. kind of like, it, yeah. it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, this like my you. wheel? I was, I was feeling
0: mine. good. I was I was getting ready to make sure that Matt was getting dropped from that group. That was my <laughs> one goal. I was like, as soon as Matt peels off this front, yeah, he's getting would dropped.
2: <laughs> I would have. No problem there. So I, I was frustrated because I, I really wanted to ride with the whole group. Yeah know, to hold 24 or 25 or 26 miles an hour on all these flat sections and be able to rotate with people. But what ended up happening is, 35 miles into the ride, Evan unflatted, which was unfixable, and I'll let him tell that story. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jake and I stayed with him to try to get it worked out. It didn't get worked out. So, so the group went ahead, but Jake and I and five others right. tried to catch back onto the group. And what cool. ended up happening is there were, there were six of us pace lining, trying to catch the front group, okay. but Jake and I dropped the other four right okay so I was, was, I was super <laughs> curious as to what had happened because. Yeah. so um, did you
0: guys make it back to the group no well
3: okay
2: th- we didn't know where they
3: were at yeah. so like uh, there was a yeah. spot where we got to the end of the road where that's where i thought the turnaround was at yeah but they kept going up and for uh, of all places right. they stopped at mcdonald's i guess to get coffee or something or just to warm what? up or you just know. a bathroom that okay. was their regroup oh. spot and so Lance and I we get to the spot where we think that they're gonna be yeah and they're not there. Yeah, yeah and there's a there's a, a loop, a backside loop that you can take around this little
1: airport there called the Troutdale Airport. Yeah, which I thought mm. would have been an awesome idea. Yeah, and I'm thinking well maybe they would been cool. Yeah.
3: Maybe they're on the backside of the Troutdale airport. We need to turn around here in case that's where they're at so we can hook up with them there. And well, you know, lo and behold, they were at McDonald's. So we th- Theoretically caught them. We just yep. didn't know where oh, you guys caught past them. Then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. so we Which, had passed Matt. Come, Matt yeah. had, had turned around. I think did you get? I yeah, went to the light. Same. You, Matt went. Did to you the get light. dropped from the group?
2: No. Matt yeah. went to the light and turned around. Mm-hmm. Were you with the
3: team with the group, and they yep. kept going, and you
1: turned around at the light? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was. So, I, I'll, yeah, I'll tell you. I'm, I mean, might as well go into it. But like, um, I was. We we waited for Evan for a while. Yeah. Like, and I and I think we all were waiting for him and. You were helping someone else with a flat, Jake. Someone else. I was waiting for Evan. Yeah, because
3: yeah. I was going to pull Evan back on and help Evan work, work yeah. together with them. And but then, no, you were yeah. helping someone else with but a flat. While <laughs> while waiting for Evan, I changed somebody else's flat turn gotcha. and helped
0: them out. So and then, um, Jake was in flat mode like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it and so was I was incredible like, to watch him change a flat.
1: I pushed on and went over the bridge. So for those of you guys that aren't from this area, I went from the washing the state of Washington into the state of Oregon. You go over a bridge. Uh, and then with, like the whole group was like confused, like wait, you know, waiting for, and I think it was like, cause they're waiting for Jake, like, w- you know, who's like, where's the leader of this ride? Which way are we mm-hmm. going? Yeah. Like, right. how are we going to go, you know, over to this area or whatever? And I was like, where I'm going to go through the Hooters parking lot like we did the other day. Um, and we had kind of talked about that's the way we we're going to go. And so everyone else was like, no, 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 no. And so like, um, me and one other guy whose name is Quinn, like we went, uh, started that route and like no one was with us so it's just the two of us and we're and and we knew we had seen them and we knew that they were coming so it was like the two of us were just chilling out just talking and riding and mm-hmm. we ended up going um along the river there's a river path and you can go on Marine Drive and we had talked about the group being so big that we could go on Marine Drive right. and marine hammer drives, yep. but the two of us were like well let's just go i mean we were looking back we didn't even see him behind us and so we went along the river totally awesome, which was great because he and I got to catch up and like I, it was first time hanging out with him mm-hmm. got to know him he was a collegiate runner so it was like we had oodles of Tons stuff to talk, to about. talk about yeah, yeah it was like a a cool awesome yeah. yeah and so um, then we got off the path and got on marine Drive and you know we were going pretty solid and all of a sudden the team came up on us so we hop on the team wheel or whatever and hammered our way all the way out to Troutdale mm-hmm. and at that point I was like, I'm done <laughs> I, I, it was which was awesome I was really like happy with my ride and proud of it or whatever um, I had worked really hard and I was actually excited to ride by myself home because I knew I could just ride my own pace right um, and uh, so I turned around and I start going home and Quinn was like he started to go with those guys and was like no 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 I'm done too and he turned around and he caught back up to me and I was kind of like oh I guess we should <laughs> I guess we should keep <laughs> yeah. that get rolling again or whatever. Um, and but you know he and I had a great rest of our ride or whatever. And we did see you guys going out, yeah. and it wasn't you guys weren't that far off from that stoplight if you think about it. You were by the airport right? yeah. at that time, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were, so what is that? It's a it's probably a mile or so from the group. We so just you were missed them. you were catching them, yeah. And they went um, underneath that overpass, and then they found some place to turn around there. They, they turned I left, guess, and, McDonald's, yeah, yeah. yep. We uh, were very close. Yeah. Less than a quarter of a mile away from him. So, <laughs> and then,
2: well, and then we were, Jake and I were yeah. coming back, and and were we you guys were, hammering well, the two of you? We were tempo riding because okay. we we weren't exactly sure where the group was, yeah. so we were kind of trying to catch you. Okay, and so well, but and
1: we went steady. Yeah, we had the two of us to work together, and right. we went steady, and then I pushed a little bit going over the two o five a little bit, and then. Um, Quinn is super strong on the bike but <laughs> he was like he had drank like four ounces of water like he cracked <laughs> like he bonked big time oh, yeah. and uh and then you know got him a gel and then you you guys were closing me down because I basically went straight home and you guys were following me well pretty closely yeah
3: <laughs> Lance went straight to go finish out the rest of the ride I needed to Kind oh, you of did? Okay. Shut things down because my shoulder was starting to get a little like fatigued and, yeah. and starting to feel like it wanted to like just be done. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, I mean, that that was yeah. your
0: longest outdoor ride so far. Oh, right. By, yeah. By, by a lot. Bar none. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, and then my thought was, is like, I know Matt went up to 205. I'm like, I, yeah, I, I yeah. kind of
0: started, like, after
3: this stupid 205 bridge, every time oh, you go terrible. up it or down it or whatever direction <laughs> you're going, the wind is always blowing yeah, in your yeah. face. Oh, I, I don't know headwind. what it is. It's yeah. like it swirls through there. And I, it, seriously, mm-hmm. it's always hitting you in the, in the yeah. face. So you're climbing up that thing. And I'm like, I just did this a couple of days ago with the guys, and my legs were tired. So I, st- I went up it at a moderate pace. I wasn't yeah. going to, like, go breakneck. That's and what I'm I like, too. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself. I'm like crunching numbers based on when we saw Matt. How long it took me to t- change You're the right. um, the flat, and then you know, t- uh, deducting the speed that we were putting in, probably you know catching up to him when we were heading back <laughs> to the two hundred five bridge. This this People just that sounds are like
0: air- such an awesome mess. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was. It's yeah. just That's what it this was. Is what yeah. it was yeah. This 30, is what happens with flats. It
1: was what happens with flats. It was a thirty person group that got completely splintered, and yeah. it was an awesome. Yeah. It was an awesome mess. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. cool. So, but, so what
2: happened was coming back. Yeah, you know, Jake and I were trying to catch you. Jake flatted. Yeah, I caught Again. a big nail. Yes. No, I only had one flat. That you caught a nail too? Yes. yes. Oh where oh was it? where was it? And it was on Marine Drive.
3: It was about halfway f- between where we saw you in uh on Marine Drive halfway back to the right. 205 bridge by so. the park or something so like that. So me,
2: Jake mm-hmm. and Kurt Kritschko stopped to to change p- his flat. How did you guys pick up Kurt? He he had dropped off us on the way out.
0: Did he flat too?
2: No. <laughs> no, okay. His okay. wife did. <laughs> he went back and helped her. So <laughs> So he was with us, which was good because Jake had given all his CO2s to Evan. So this idiot uh, over here. Yeah. I, wow. I had a CO2 to give to Jake, so we we're able to fix his flat. Need my mm-hmm. hand pump, guys. Yeah. Need my hand <laughs> I really could use. more friends hand. with CO2. <laughs> yeah. But but after that, you know, we're hammering back. Jake decides to go up the 205 bridge to try to catch you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I decided. Push on. I'm gonna catch the group by myself. <laughs> you are chasing no
1: one. On a
0: century ride by the way. You you yes. mentioned you made it. I saw that you made it the century. I, did.
1: I didn't look at your ride.
0: Which is what I'm you. so mad about cuz if you were doing that whole I would have done that whole century with you especially as soon as you hit
1: 90.
2: So Kurt Kritschko decided he was going to stay with me. Okay. He sat on my wheel for 25 miles. Wow. <laughs>
1: just kind of like Marine Drive yep. like straight. just
2: me head down did you push in 300 watts? Did you go along the water or yeah. Did yeah. You, or did you I, stay on marine like drive? Or no, the, I went along the water, you the, know, yeah, and I was trying to push like 23, 24 miles an hour for like the next hour, Gee. and I did not gain on the group. I watched the flyby on Strava, and I mm-hmm. did not gain on the group because they were working ten, together. They were ten guys working together, and it was yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> trying to pull myself. That's a back. Yeah, that's a
1: good workout, man. but
2: it Martin, was good workout. Murray
0: Drive's not the area you're going to be able to pull that no
2: back back. not yeah. not by myself. No. So yeah, but I, I you know yeah I did. I ended up doing 100 miles, and I actually felt. Where did you go? Good. How did you get 100 in? Because it's 80 back to. I had started at my house. I rode out to the mm-hmm. start. Okay, and then so all the way out to to Vancouver Lake, yeah. all the way out to Frenchman's Bar, all the way out to Troutdale. From Troutdale all the way back to the I five bridge, and then all the way back to Camus to Jake's house.
0: Okay, I saw you when I was driving away. Actually,
2: Wait, Oh you damn. rode back
0: to my house. I did. Mm-hmm. I I saw him coming out of your neighborhood.
2: Yeah. Oh,
3: okay, but you but didn't stop by to say I hi. Did you just not. came. A- okay, gotcha. Because
2: Brandy was at. Michael Myers house. Gotcha and then you rode oh. there. And then I rode there. Gotcha. And right. I was like 3 miles <laughs> short, so I did a little loop. Yep. <laughs> <to try> That's <laughs> when I saw you cuz yeah. I was
0: like what is Lance doing heading out this direction I did an extra loop <laughs> yeah.
2: to get the 100 gotcha. miles. Yeah. Cool. Uh-huh.
1: Well, congrats man. Another and yeah, and I and I did.
2: I felt like decent. I didn't feel too beat up the next day. I yeah. was yeah. Uh, yeah, it was
1: Got to match him with a hundred
0: this this Saturday. That's 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 also. That, is, is that your first century, two thousand nineteen? Then
2: yes, I think yeah? So first century. Well, it's yeah. only you're
0: the first one that like in so this old. area that I've seen to a century. I don't think I've seen anybody else drop a There's century. There's usually yet. a couple guys that in, like, go to in, like, our group, like, in our group. In our group. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. no. Andy Levine. Andy Levine. Oh, did Andy yeah. drop? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Evan backpedal for us. Ooh, I'll do this one real quick. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So to start the week. I had every plan, as I had said last Monday, promised falsely that I was going to continue training hard for another week to make it now five, five weeks in a row. Block, yeah. uh, no, that didn't happen. So I got <laughs> Tuesday morning, I woke up feeling not good. So I was like, okay, I'm going to skip the swim. Tuesday after, or I swam over lunch then, and then Tuesday after work, still not feeling good. I'm like, probably need to skip the run. Went to sleep Tuesday night, woke up in a pool of sweat Wednesday Uh-oh. morning. Oh man. Feeling very feverish, like bad feverish. <laughs> oh. Chugging water. I don't miss work ever. So I'm like, all right, we're gonna chug a ton of water, eat a bunch of oranges, and probably not swim this morning. Had to take it easy Wednesday. I did do a bike workout Wednesday, kinda got back to it Thursday, feeling better by Friday going into the weekend. So it became like a impromptu recovery week. It that's was about thirteen or fourteen hours of training, I think. That's actually a
1: pretty quick recovery.
0: Yeah. I I really don't, like, when I get sick, it's like a 24-hour thing. It's like I can get through it in 24 hours. But, um, yeah, so it was an impromptu recovery week. But I'm almost glad it happened that way because now I feel really, really good now. Like, yesterday it felt great. Like, I did a bike workout yesterday and hit numbers I have not hit on an over-under workout before. Maybe you oh, needed but, it. Yeah. 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 It's
3: always better just to be a slightly under-trained as opposed to yeah. being slightly overtrained. trained Exactly. <laughs> um, I'd even rather be a little bit more over- under-trained than just slightly mm-hmm. overtrained because that's going to carry with you and that can yeah. wreak havoc. So yeah. listen to the body.
0: And I think just the, the, the little getting sick is probably the, the sign that, hey, it's time, it's time to recover. But to the right on Saturday... Like legs actually felt great at the beginning of that, ride. Like when Jake and Lance came to the front, when we got to Vancouver, like I felt great. Like whole time, you know, like you guys are pulling up front. I'm like, Oh, this is going to be fun. Like me, Jake and Lance are going to really like crank up the pace here. Uh, Jordan was looking good too. So I was like, okay, this is going to be a solid fast ride. And we held a good pace out coming back. I think at some point the groups got split up on the turnaround and I had to bridge a gap and just bridge the whole gap, which felt good. Lance comes in the front as we're going out. We're going to drop Matt here, which is going to be fun. <laughs> and then we're going to...
1: It's like, anytime, and, anytime you want. And,
0: uh, and we're feeling good. Lance looks good. And I hit a nail. So gosh, I heard. It actually kind of made me jump a little bit. Like, I thought for sure I'd blown off the back wheel as soon as it happened. Like, that's how hard I hit this nail. Immediately have to pull over. Me and David start to change it as quick as we can. I did not check the rim well enough. Put in a tube. Pop the tube. <sighs> And then Jake comes back as we're getting the trying to get the second one in. And at that point, I had checked the rim, and that nail did a number on that rim. Like, it. it went straight through that tire and just scraped up the rim. Yeah, it had, like, so little barbs and... Yeah. up. Okay. Yeah, yeah like, really <laughs> scraped up the rim to the gotcha. point where... Yeah, so Jake does his MacGyver thing and tries to get, like, a, you know, a little patch on the, on the we rim. We
3: booted it, and it would have worked, but mm-hmm. that... That wheel, we pinched. Yeah, that, that, that wheel is a Otega nightmare. Wheel, it, it's solid. <laughs> yeah, but it's so hard to get tires tubes on off. the or yeah. rims. Not rims. Uh, tires on the the, the bead. Yeah, oh. and then once you get it set I up, it's hard to see because the, the 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 depth of that that wheel where the the, the tube sits in there and whatnot is pretty mm-hmm. deep. So it's kind of hard to see if you've actually got the tube underneath the bead of the, the tire. Yeah. It, it just pinched flat as soon as we hit it with CO two, it yep. pinched and it just popped right away. I was like, "Son of a yeah," and we probably could have made it work, but Evan's like, "No, nah, I'm done. Get at out that, here, just leave." At <laughs> that, well, yeah. at that
0: point, thing I'm like, I have already ruined this ride, so I need like everybody just go at that point. But we, was, we had a big group
1: fine. wait for a little bit and then push on. It was not yeah, a big good, deal. Yeah, I mean, And I'm glad. I'm glad people pushed
0: on at that point. But yeah, um, what a love to hang. That would have been a fun ride. Yeah,
2: I was anxious to just. Do some work with you guys. I know. I really want to see. Just, it yeah. just splintered. It just fell apart. It,
3: <laughs> it did. We'll make it happen one of these days.
0: But yeah, outside mm. of that, looking forward, I've got already planned out my next four weeks. Going to be a ton of volume, and February is going to be kind of where I build the base for the race season. So it's going to be fun. That's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Matt, back pedal, bud.
1: Matt's <laughs> falling back by the he's force. Doing, he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Siri. <laughs> uh, yeah, awesome week. Um, th- so a couple things. Um, I think maybe two weeks ago, I said, like, oh, I this is the biggest swim week I've ever had. I think I topped mm-hmm. that again. Oh, kind of, well Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, really swimming, solid amount of volume. And I did it in, like, five swim days as opposed to six or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so another 18,000 plus yards or whatever it was. Like good good solid amount. Still haven't cracked 20 yet. So that'll happen at some point. This and, week maybe, uh, maybe this, week. this week, maybe this I'm gonna week. I'm
0: going to try to do it this week if you do it this week. Could
1: it could that definitely yeah. could be something. And um, I might have I don't know, I haven't listened to Jake, but also um, similar to Lance, I hit 15 and a half hours. Wow. For the week, which is kind of a big jump for me to go from like 10 and a half to 15 and a half hours yeah um and a lot of that was swimming i mean i only biked three times and i only ran twice i mean it was just a lot of Mm -hmm. swimming um the the big long bike ride our group ride that helps right like you know when you do a four plus hour ride like that's just gonna help your your overall weekly Mm -hmm. you know hours or whatever it is so
2: and you were doing great matt you were doing just fine i was
1: out there was out there hanging with the yeah. big boys, you know, <laughs> the training wheels, you know, like they, they, they are okay. Yeah. The train, leave the training wheels <laughs> on. And then, you know, it's like, maybe I'll take them off next ride. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and, uh, ran a track workout this week was good. And then mm-hmm. was still able to get my long run in, um, solid long run, I think 11 miles or so. So it's solid. I think that's still, you know, it's the longest I've gone in a while. So everything looks like it's really coming around, starting to feel better in every single discipline. I'm pretty happy with the week. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and and honestly, I look at that and I'm like, I missed you know like a lot of easy stuff. Like I missed a whole bunch of easy bike rides. Like that could have easily been like 20 hour week. Like it w- yeah. just you know I missed a couple bike rides and a and a couple runs, and mm-hmm. it would have been a 20 hour week. Which is I don't I mean I don't need to be doing that volume right now, but it's you can be back up to over that leading into Canada definitely. Yeah 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 definitely absolutely. So um, super pumped. And I got to swim with the Evan Price this morning, <laughs> right this before morning. the podcast. We we
0: keep on doing these two hundred sets to end <laughs> to finish off. My right. like goal is for Matt not to fully embarrass me. He embarrasses me by like a body length or so each time. But it's like I <laughs> yeah. got you on the first one. I was like, oh, I'm set. And then he just toasted me on the next three. I thought for sure after that yeah. first one, I was like, oh, I finally yeah. am like even with Matt on these. <laughs> yep, yep.
1: We're just. I think it's we're like having a, fun. I mean, we have this cool group. Oh, yeah on mondays we're getting uh, we're
0: getting faster the three of us well yep. i mean like you you and me are getting faster nate i assume is getting faster By so far ahead i can't tell it's hard to say yeah. he's
1: so he's, <laughs> he's just dominating us in the water yeah. which is good so mm-hmm. great week jake how was your week
3: uh, not too bad i had a um good solid 10 hour a week for me <coughs> and the best part about that is the vast majority of that was outside yep. yeah wow i yep. think uh more than half right Oh, well, was, more than half. It was about six hours of it. So, yeah, you know, we did the the team Zwift ride on Tuesday, which was good. Yeah, um, good workout, and
2: then which you should all know, I got dropped on. Did, did you? you? I did. Well, and that's scared. just because you had just even gotten Matt, off the boat, you had like just, Matt just got... <laughs> dropped me on the Zwift ride? Yes,
1: you did. No. Anyway. no. Well, yeah. you'd so already d- ridden earlier that day too. So yes, but I don't think I did though. If you go back and like look no, at it, I bet you, you I did. did
2: because I clearly remember as soon as we went hot at like the last four miles, the whole group rode away from me, and I was like, screw it. I, I shut it. it down. Like I It's did so a- much worse when it's virtual. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. Because yeah. I, I sprinted with that four minutes to go, and it was literally my sprint was like less than a minute or something like that, and then I was like, "Yep, that's it." That was thirty seconds more than me. me. Okay, so you yeah.
2: dropped me. I just think I
1: did. If I known that, I would have waited for you and, and chilled <laughs> out because I totally like. I was like, and "I'm cooling down."
0: Are there are there like virtual flats? Like is that a, is virtual, that? a, thing? It's a virtual no, flat. I okay. Just,
1: I just How funny out. would that be? All of a sudden, you get a flat, and you get <laughs> flat a pull over. It's
3: like
0: a penalty box for a minute, you know. Stupid. It's already stupid enough a, as it a is. minute. Let's be honest, Lance's would be like twenty. That's uh, Lance's closer to mine. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: yeah, we uh, did that, did the little ride that Lance alluded to um, mm-hmm. on Thursday outside with, uh, with Lance and Matt and, and Chris Eric. Chris Eric yeah. came with that us. That was a cool it ride.
2: It was yeah. nice.
1: That was fun.
3: Yeah. You guys waited for me. I appreciate it. You bet. Yeah. It was awesome. I loved and it, man. Then that, that team ride, and I, I mm-hmm. cursed myself. I shouldn't have said this beforehand. I like, told everybody like before we left, this is going to be a drop ride. Yeah. If you get dropped, then they're gonna keep <laughs> riding. You just try and, you know, hook back up as best you possibly and then can. Everybody gets know the route. <laughs> and I said, and if you get a flat, I'm like, Oh crap. I don't wanna just leave somebody train. I'm like, I'll stop with you. You know, so I, I volunteered myself. So I I stopped with everybody I saw. And then there was the the first little regroup spot. We didn't really stop for too long, but it was a nice little uh, pee break there, because you know that's how I roll. So I'm I using <laughs> the bathroom, and I'm still like zipping up my my thing. And you guys all were like hot to trot, and you, like rolled out of there. And I look up, and yeah, everybody's like 100 yards ahead of me. <laughs> I'm like, God! I'm like, so I'm hammering to catch back up, because you guys are already getting back up to tempo. And uh, just I as I'm was just Lance about ready doing. to catch the group, I see a pair of sunglasses on the ground. I'm like, Oh, oh. yeah! Yeah, like, I can't. I'm not gonna ride right by those and and whatnot and, and let you guys, you know, to catch up to you guys. So I stopped and turned around and went back and picked him up, and the group rolls away again, and I give them to Mike Hamness because he was the one that dropped him. It was Mike. It was,
2: <clears throat> it was, it was, it was funny because Mike... He's right next to me. He, he hits kept a bump. riding hard. He's he? like, "Screw it! I'm staying with the group. Forget the sunglasses." Yeah. And I'm like, Mike, somebody stop for your glasses. It that was me. It was
3: Jake. <laughs> so I give him his glasses, and then you guys are hammering away again. I'm like, <laughs> "Was this out of Vancouver Lake?" Yeah, this is heading out now to Frenchman's oh Bar. Gosh. And so I had my head tucked down. I was putting down like 370, 380 watts yeah. for probably five or six minutes, trying to catch back on. I start wow. passing some people that are dropping off. And I see the group kind of come into focus. I'm like, nah, screw screwed. I'm not going to just work up to get to them because we're just going to go up there and regroup. We were supposed to stop and regroup. The group didn't stop and regroup. They turned around and then started hammering back out again. And there's people that were kind of getting spread out all over the place. I'm like, dang it. So I had to hammer back up to catch up to you guys again and like growl <laughs> everybody. That was
0: the strangest, so could- <laughs> yeah. like it was the strangest breakup because like yeah. I thought we were going easy at one point. And then all of a sudden there's this group of, I think you were, were you out there? It was like a group of six guys go off I'm like, oh crap! They're like it really is,
1: pushing right now. It weird dynamics. Yeah. For and then that. I yeah. get
0: on the front and push. I'm like, oh, good. We all work together. I it was apparently just me bridging this gap. I wasn't sure if people thought we were going <laughs> easy or not. <laughs> so
3: I got back up to the front of that train and said, whoa, 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 <laughs> pull over! So we regrouped. Everybody
1: got their food and whatnot. And okay, that's so when... I got you. That's when we pulled over. I was like, why are we pulling over? What's going on? Yeah, like, we were supposed yeah. to stop at the end where the oh. ends. So yeah, that
0: didn't happen.
3: Yeah. 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 I'm sure people are like, all right, enough it's about this fault. stupid group ride. It kind of was Lance's
0: fault, <laughs> because as we were coming out to I the fault. right turn, Lance was like, all right, it's time to put out a 400-watt effort here out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So,
3: yeah. Um, yeah, that was about the culmination of my week. But the whole thing with my week is I went into this week needing a recovery week, and so we went out and we did our little Thursday ride, and we had our Tuesday's whiff ride. The Thursday ride... Was supposed to be somewhat easy. and We still kind of hammered a few sections in there just because that's how we do. And then the the mm-hmm. the, the ride on yep. s- Saturday was pretty long, and there's yep. a lot of times in there it was just me and Lance, and we're like trading poles. Like you're sit I'm sitting on his wheel, like holding 300 watts, and he's doing the same thing for me. And you're up in the you know, front of that 340, 350, and we're trying to work our way back up to the group. So I mean, for I'd say at least. Thirty miles, yes, ish, forty miles, at least thirty miles. You we were just, you just, just constantly just hammering. So, so did you end up with eighty for the day? You... I was, yeah, I was eighty. Okay. Um, I got back to my house and I was like at seventy-eight point nine. I'm like, I can't have right. that. And so I went up, rode around the school, <laughs> and came back to the house yeah. and I finished it up with
1: almost eighty-one. <laughs> so, um, I'm yeah. I'm dying to know like how your shoulder felt for that long ride and how like your body because that's the longest ride you. I mean, you've done some long <laughs> stuff on the trainer. Yeah, but it's different
3: legs were fine legs were fine the the shoulder was starting like it it started to get fatigued and then you know when your muscles starts to really get fatigued and it it feels like it's gonna like not give out but just gonna like just be done (laughs) just like kind of like you know yeah i I didn't want to hurt it so i was kind of babying it once i left lance and i was um you know trying not to put too much pressure on it and being mindful of things that I was hitting. And I was like cautious the entire time with it. So, um, but you know, I think it's a testament to the physical therapy that Evan's been doing. And then me trying to spend more time with my hand to the
0: work that you've been putting in for it. I mean, really? Yeah.
3: yeah. The home exercise stuff that he has me doing Mm -hmm. and then trying to ride with my hands on the bars a little bit more and that paid off. I mean, I was able to make it through 80 miles. So that part is good. And, um, Actually going to see the doctor tomorrow, and mm-hmm. I get to find out like kind of what the status is, and he's going to do some testing on it, and I'm sure I'm going to have to go back in for another EMG. Mm-hmm. And the last time I saw him, he told me that he didn't want me. Like, I could be riding a bike, and if I were to ride mm-hmm. outside, nothing out of the saddle, nothing sprinting, nothing pulling on the bars, you know, when you get into that that yeah. sprint mode, mm-hmm. um, until you, he sees me again next, which is tomorrow. So I could be getting the, the green light to start doing some sprint work. Um, mm-hmm. And the other thing is hill climbing, too. That was another thing that I had to be real careful of as well. So I'm kind of yeah. excited to get the green light to start doing that stuff. Cause that will Mm -hmm. help me start to develop my upper body while on the bike. There's a lot that's lost when you're just sitting on a trainer and you're not, um, you're just being very linear and it's pretty much everything from like your hips down is getting work. (laughs) And then uh, anyway, it's also
0: also why it's harder to put out heavy Watts on the trainers because there's only really half your body that's doing any of the Watts get
3: out it and sprint, especially with these Wahoo kickers that we all use. Um, you can can definitely do some out of the saddle sprinting stuff, but, um, it's just not the same as being outside and putting yourself through the paces and, and working out, um, you know, mm-hmm. specifically for developing like that—that that sprint power, which isn't just your legs, it, it's your whole body. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been able to do that, so I'm hoping to be able to do that. So
1: How about definitely. like nutrition or anything like that? Did you feel pretty low by the end of it, or you felt okay? Um, to the I, gels, or? you know
3: what? I've been intermittent fasting for a long time, so I think yeah. my body's getting better at metabolizing fats as yeah. opposed mm-hmm. to needing that glycogen and there and filling that bonk. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't intermittent fast that day. I definitely got up at 5.30 and started drinking fluids and eating and whatnot and getting ready for everything. Yeah, you peed so. like
0: seven times before we <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <left>. I <know. laughs> yeah,
3: I was a little nervous that I was going to cramp, so I did yeah. drink extra fluids. And yeah. of course, you know, what goes in has to come out. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I, I didn't really have any issues. Lance, was, how about you at the 100?
1: Did
2: you have enough fuel? I had two bottles and I ate two packets of the Scratch Lab Chews. That, You're good. That was it. And I was okay. Yeah. Good. But I yeah. woke up and had a full breakfast. Yeah. 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 Which I had, hadn't been doing for the last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
3: had uh, oatmeal and I had some bananas and, how, oh, and an English muffin with some peanut butter on it. So yeah. that was what I had. And I, that fueled me just fine. So everything was good. It's just uh, the fatigue it was starting to set in and I didn't want it to give out. And mm-hmm. that's why I, I cut it short because I kind of felt like I was getting to that point. Good decision. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was good. I, I, have no regrets. That was an awesome ride. It was perfect. It was yeah. exactly what the doctor ordered. It it, was, it gave me that vote of confidence that I need to go into yeah. training camp to know, all right, you've got the legs, you've got the lungs, you still need to drop some um, total body weight, but my body composition's changing. I can mm-hmm. somewhat hang with people um, and I can yeah. start doing some climbing between now and then so that when we do get into climbing mode, I'm hoping that I'll be able to, to do fine there. Worst case scenario, I'll just sit and spin as much as I possibly can and we should do fine. yeah, sure. yeah. Could be... Uh, could be a lot of fun or <laughs> it could be a painful, but I'm I'm gonna it'll be uh, painful either yeah, way, but yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a, like a mixture of both. Yeah. So uh let's Let's talk about the weight S- challenge speaking real of, quick. Speaking of fasting. Yeah. Just real quick, we gotta <laughs> okay, get no, through no, no, this quickly. Just a quick update. Um sorry, I'm making all kinds of noise here. Um Lance, where are we at here? I am down three pounds.
2: That's it. Wow, nice. All yeah. right, nice. So I was Wait, I was up three pounds from the initial yeah. ten. Yes. Okay. Whoa. Okay. So I was up two last so I was down five this week. Wow. That's yeah. a lot oh, of weight to lose in one week. That's bad. And it was a lot for one week. Good. Yeah.
0: How about you, Evan? Uh, I am at one fifty four, so up two pounds from last week. Kay. Down three pounds overall. I
1: I don't know. <laughs> it's it. it's, we'll see how this next week goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what I was last week, but I'm getting pretty close. You were hinting that you were getting close. I'm getting close. Yeah. How well, close. It's, it's weird because we, you and I have been Monthly talking to go on the starvation diet here. if yeah. he's close. No, I, <laughs> I th- cannot let Matt win. I think like. <laughs> Uh, prior to this weekend, I think I was like within two pounds or so, or right around two pounds. And then I enjoyed my Sunday, you know, after my workouts. And now I'm like three pounds, I think within three pounds. Within three pounds. Yeah. So three, I'm, I'm close. Three pounds away from winning. So yeah. Down oh, okay. With seven. seven down wow. seven. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I will be close by Monday for sure. But I think we should have something where it's like you hit the weight and then you need to hit it like two days in a row yeah. or something like that. So it's not just like, shared sure. myself de- for one day. yeah, yeah. sure so that's sure that? that I'm gonna be dealing with
0: two this. consecutive mornings you have to hit it do you want to do that it's sure.
1: I'm, I'm gonna take a
0: picture of two consecutive mornings mm. I guess when I yeah. win
1: I'm gonna just share my data <laughs> share my data with you guys yeah see, how, see how it you're, you're,
0: it. you're assuming I'm not gonna just fast for the next two days and train <laughs> normally and hope yeah. that I can hold that then? yeah
1: because yeah. yeah, that's healthy yeah you may
3: you may or may not die, Says the medical professional <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you gotta you gotta call your shot and say you hit it for day one and then when day two rolls around it's kind of like playing uno you gotta say Uno. No and exactly. one got exactly. one card left yeah, in your yeah, hand. Yeah. And they, exactly. if, you, if nobody's got oh, that you, draw four, like draw four pounds <laughs> on Matt, then he, he gets to pounds. lay down his last
0: card and If done. you hit it, I am like going to bring cinnamon rolls over to your house and Ooh. eat them right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome.
3: Yeah. I have seen so many different numbers on that stinking scale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've even questioned, like I had my wife. I'm like, have you been noticing that it's kind of like all over the place? And she's like, yeah, I, I think so. And then she went to the gym to go swim. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, it's the same there too. So I, I don't know. I think we're, she and I are both like fluctuating or something. I but think it's the fog. Uh, yeah. I've, I've been down as much as, what was it, six pounds? And I've and, and been three pounds. Like in, in back-to-back <laughs> days, it's like, how did I... Really changed that much. I mean, nothing really changed with my diet. It's not like I ate something crazy last night or whatnot, but mm-hmm. my body weight is still fluctuating. So I think the last time I checked, and it was on Saturday, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. um, yeah. before we did the ride, when I got up in the morning, I think I was down, I think it was four and a half or five pounds. So I'm about okay. halfway there. I, I okay. But body composition is changing. That's that's the
1: other thing is um, (laughs) we might have just briefly discussed this before the podcast. But like one of the things that my scale does is body fat percentage. And I did look at reviews on like, you know, accuracy of body fat percentage. Right. Like that's, you know, it's something you look at and you're like, that's Mm -hmm. highly questionable. But I think it's the same thing. Whereas like if you follow the protocol and you, you know, you like. Do the same thing every day, then you can take those numbers and you can see if you're trending in the right direction. Correct. And it's mm-hmm. the trending that's probably the most important part, no. not yeah. necessarily like that. The actual your numbers number, are no. perfect. It's, or just, whatever. it's just one data point. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, body fat percentage, I think, is trending in the right direction for me. It's still not, you know, it's not what I would hope for at all. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, there's. I, st- I still think there's room for improvement there for sure. Mm-hmm. It should be fine by the time we get to kind of Ironman oh, racing yeah. time. Absolutely. But, yeah. Absolutely. So. All right. All right. Let's
3: move on. Today's topic. All right, guys, I want you to pick one thing in cycling or triathlon, whatever you choose, doesn't matter. And I want it to be something that you either really love or you really hate. And then you've got to make your case as to why you want that to be either mainstream because you love it or that you want it to go away forever because you hate it. So Let's run around the table and start with Lance. Lance's got this look in his face like, I don't have, I'm not sure. I don't hate I did, anything. Uh, do you want us to you come know, back to you, Lance? No,
2: I, I I, thought about this for a long time, a long time meaning right. uh, an hour since uh, uh, Jake gave us this assignment. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the the thing that really came to me as I was thinking about this is something I really love that I wish was more mainstream, and that's, Gravel riding. And nice. I guess we've talked about gravel riding. Um, we say gravel riding or gravel racing. Uh, what do you mean? You or know, how about just a gravel bike in general? Just a gravel bike in general.
3: So Lance is going to make the case that everybody needs to own a gravel bike. I,
2: I would yeah definitely want to make the case that everybody should own a gravel I, I'd be bike. I'd down you, for that. You just want people yeah. to ride with you, which makes sense. Well, the, the, what, the, what gravel b- bike do I need? <laughs> you just need something that can take 38 or 40 millimeter tires, because yeah. you're just gonna have a softer, more comfortable, yeah. beautiful, less flat ride, you know? And I, the the best thing about gravel rides is no traffic. Yep. There's no cars out there. You don't deal like with that. the cars. Yep. <laughs> so that's, that's why I love it. You're usually in the mountains or in the country, so the area is beautiful and, and I you know getting out on those backcountry roads, that's I just I love that stuff.
1: Let me play devil's advocate and say you don't have cell coverage where you are. Correct. And to me that
2: and fifty um, percent of the time, half the time you don't have cell coverage. And
1: yep. you know instead of sea lions, you have bears that are the bear. The bears are the bears <laughs> the of cougar, gravel. Cougar, cougar attacks. attacks. <laughs> And and so, you know, gravel riding, no. Horrible idea. So we're going
3: to have to get you one of those little GPS devices
1: that Garmin makes I
3: where really, you can... I think you can text with them, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but maybe. they can at least track
2: where you're at. Well, yeah. And if you get a... You can get a GPS signal without cell coverage. Oh, yeah. 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 That's the
1: point, yeah. So you can do... You take that... I mean, you just have that for emergencies yeah. and... One more thing for you to carry on the right. bike, but I, I, I'm I'm gonna push for you to get one. I'm the, the, talk to Brandy. The,
2: the beauty of gravel riding and gravel racing is you're out in this beautiful country. You don't have cars to deal yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, and if if you have the right bike, it is just comfortable. It is not like a rattle fest like you yeah. would think, because you're riding on tires that are 38 or 40 millimeters and running it. 20 25 or 35 psi if you're running tubeless and so it it just it just smooths it all out you know it just smooths it all out so that's the beauty of it in
0: this region gravel grinding is definitely i'm sure worth it there's i mean there's so many between the western states out here there's got to be so many good routes there
2: there it it is kind of exploding i would say it's definitely growing uh last year in, in the Oregon area, we had how many gravel races on our calendar? There might have been three. I think it was three, yeah. I think there was three gravel races on our calendar, and this year there's... 8. Yeah. yeah. I think and yep. mm-hmm. and a couple of them are oh, there's a 3-day event and there's a 4-day event here in oh, Oregon. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, four day, they're nice. also
3: recognizing it now as a, as a sanctioned race right? Right. and you're getting bar points, which is best all-around rider points, which is kind of like this overall competition that, that mm-hmm. everybody who's involved with um OBRA, the Oregon Bicycle Racing Association, will compile points throughout the course of the year, and it's a comp- mm-hmm. there's a competition. It just keeps yeah. people coming out. And the same thing with USAC. There's you know, points that you get for the racing that you do out there. But um, it's official now. They have they're awarding people bar points for these right. races. So yeah. that's pretty
1: cool. So right. now you have a gravel specific bike, right? Which I do. The uh, probably the setup and the layup of the framing is slightly different than cyclocross. Probably a little bit lower, or
2: it's it's a it's a little. A slacker angle, so yeah. your your front wheel is not tucked so much underneath you. Yep. It's laid out a little bit more, so they're it, a little more stable.
1: And is that mm-hmm, a BMC? What,
2: what? I, I have a Norco. It's Norco? a Canadian bike. Yeah. You, and you like it okay? I do. I, I had some major problems with the crank when I first had it, and we finally solved that yeah. after a year. It took a year <laughs> to figure it out, but we finally figured it out, and, and I, I do like it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's carbon. It's comfortable. It's you, yep. you, you know, it's not a cheap bike. It was right. a it was a three thousand dollar bike right. or a yeah, yeah. five hundred mm-hmm. dollar bike. But and you're you can get, probably it, one of your favorite bikes. Cheaper. Yes, the time it trial bike yeah. still so yeah. yeah. a lot. Yeah, and and you can get a decent gravel bike for a couple grand. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah those are those are big numbers to swallow for a whole separate thing if you're not going to actually do it. Yeah. And I yeah. invested in it because. I plan on doing yeah. five or six different races this year, gravel yeah. races.
0: And those race options will just continue to grow. Yes. I mean, I'm yeah, sure they will. I'm. It's, it's just going to
1: be like cyclocross. The schedule is going to keep on expanding and the, expanding. The, the problem with gravel bike, like, you know, if you're a manufacturer is that you run into the, I mean, as a manufacturer, I think they see it as an opportunity to sell more bikes. So they're, mm. you know, it's like, we've sold you a cyclocross bike. Now we want to sell you another bike. So they're going to make those bikes. But, I think you run into the problem of like the difference between cyclocross bikes and gravel bikes is, is a little bit more minuscule and yes. cause you can use, you know, a one bike for both yes, either, you know, take one, one direction or the other, the other, but like, uh, I, so I think you have that problem. Yes, there'll be more choices, but you also have the conflict of like taking a cyclocross bike and just using it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, That's swap out tires. I mean, yeah. you don't even have to swap out much at all
2: no Mm -hmm. uh -uh. and and i've done a lot of gravel rides on my cyclocross bike before i bought the gravel specific bike and there was one um event that yeah that prompted me to get a gravel specific bike and it was (laughs) i was on my cyclocross bike i was coming down a gravel descent Mm -hmm. And um, I was moving pretty fast, twenty-five or thirty miles an hour down this gravel descent. Yeah. It was not steep, not smart. It was not steep, and it was straight. So yeah. I was kind of hammering it along, and um, I hit a soft section of gravel. Oh. Uh, no. And what happened was, because the cyclocross bike, that wheel is it. tucked up underneath you. I went over the handlebars, just yeah. like that. Just wow! Just plowed into the gravel with my head. You get higher center of gravity to the bottom brackets
3: yeah. on or, or higher just because you want more clearance more for clearance. all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it just makes it to be a little bit
2: twitchier of a ride. Yeah. Mm. And so after that, and, and I'm out in the woods by myself. Yeah. No cell no, coverage. No GPS <laughs> phone. I'm, uh. like, I'm like, am I OK? Am I injured? And I wasn't injured. And of course, I had to, you know, you reef my. Softly landed <laughs> in, in the, the gravel. No, I, <laughs> I drilled my head in the gravel, but God. it was it was soft gravel. Yeah. So, you know, once I got the gravel bike, it it, that thing just descends like a dream. You know, I can bomb on that thing and and feel way more comfortable going on it. So,
3: what are some other knocks? Matt brought up one. What's another knock for gravel riding that people would say, "No, I don't want to do that"? Um,
2: you generally can't leave from your house. True. Yeah. You need mm-hmm. to. You need. You got to drive it's an a hour. Destination thing. Yeah. The destination, destination thing.
1: But you probably could. You like. I mean, your gravel bike is fine on the roads. Correct. So you can probably go from your house. Yeah. Literally, and bike for an hour. It probably is an hour.
2: Right. So to get yeah, to a I, good I put in. Gravel. I put in twenty or twenty-five miles to get to the start of decent gravel. Right. All of a sudden, that's a pretty long day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's if true. I want to put in, you know, forty. Miles on gravel, and I add another fifty getting there and getting back. That's such a long. Day. You're in about you're a century day. What else your do you have bike? to do? Come on, that's man. That's a good point. Let's, <laughs> not, <laughs> let's not go down that road. <laughs> Sterner, you're not gonna, you're not gonna <laughs> yeah. move the uh, the the Lance compound, the I, romance compound. There's not, the, there's no plan to move the uh, to move the compound. Okay, yeah, just checking. <laughs> comp- all right,
3: all right. Well, I think you sold me Lance. I gotta get across. Gra- right, right, go gravel bike now. Gravel stuff. <laughs> I like it.
0: I like it. All right, Evan. Okay, so so I'm going to do a cycling one here. I'm I'm not going to talk triathlon on this. What? So <laughs> I would like you're to off, see you're off the team. There was a <laughs> there was a time period. This was maybe three years ago, four years ago. I'm gonna, I'm going to give some history on this when the hour record became really popular oh, for pro cyclists to give a shot. So when Gen Z did it, yes, he came back and did it. Yeah. Yep, and then when yeah. Wigo took it in 2000, I got the dates here actually to make sure I'm not getting it wrong. 2015 is when Wigo took okay, it. Yeah. And so so just the, the the world record right now. I like tossing this number out so people can just think about this. Bradley Wiggins set the record and he traveled 54 and a half kilometers in an hour. Now, this is now the record because they refortified they they, they kind of reunified the rules on the hour record because it was something that was very popular to try back in the Merckx era. Yeah. A lot of pro, a, a lot of cyclists were trying the hour record at that time. And then it hit a big dead period for um after Chris Boardman said it. Once Chris Boardman said it in what was called the Superman position at that time, right. which was a very splayed out position. If you want to see some funny pictures, look at the position he was in. Uh, he put it out of reach from at that time, just from an aerodynamics yep. point of view. There was nobody else who was going to be able to hold that position. He put it well out of reach, and it hit this big dead period for a long time. And um, just to, to to backpedal, the the hour record is always on a track, so. It's on a Velodrome track, and you can imagine they basically just ride around that thing as hard as they can for one hour, and then at the end, that's your that's what you know, you it's it's a record by distance. And Eddie Merckx was famously saying that was the hardest day he ever had on a bicycle was when he set that record. Said that was the hardest thing he ever did on a bicycle. Wow. But you can imagine if you are at the level that these guys ride at, the amount of pain that they can go through for one hour is almost like unimaginable to me. I feel
1: like this is totally like shooting from the hips, but I feel like when Wigan said it, he held like 420 watts or something crazy. I
0: actually think it was almost. I need. I need. I need to look at those numbers. I think it was between 420 and 440. It's ridiculous. He weighed. I want to say it was like 71 or 72 kilos, which means his. Oh God, his hour long power to weight there is well over. I mean, you're, oh my God, that's, that's huge. I mean, I think, I think he was at like 440 at like 70 kilos, which means that he's closing on seven for an hour. That's nuts. That, I mean, which is just an astral. 440. 4, 40. He held 440, 440 is what he did. for an hour. That's why oh. I thought it was 440. And That's what, he, he weighed 70 kilos at that he time, didn't he? He 70 kilos. That's so what I weigh right now. Was he clean, and though? And he's taller than you. I I Probably not. Let's be honest. I love Wiggins, though. Yeah, I he's do. a good guy. He's a, he's a good guy. I love him. Was he clean? I don't know. Probably. There's, there's whispers of him and his yeah. era. I'd when, be
1: hard-pressed to believe that he was clean at yeah. all. It, we should be hard-pressed. We should all kind of be like... Uh, yeah. It's almost kind of like... All these astronomical... Every single now, person... At that level. Do, do
0: I believe Jan's was was clean? Absolutely. Yeah, I believe Voight was clean And I think that he was just we, barely over 50 kilometers. We should uh-huh.
1: probably question everyone Yeah, even if it's people right. that really like like Jan's Voight and I mean he rode in the Peloton. Yeah, that group Yeah, and and it's it's not necessarily like he did this even though like the, the micro doping thing is definitely real Yeah there's other stuff to blur the lines. It's yeah. very blurry. A- absolutely. Right? Blurring the lines you know, there. Like yeah. a lot of the same stuff that the runners are doing, like the thyroid medication. Oh and yeah. The, Everybody's got um, asthma. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the other? There's another set of stuff that's mm-hmm. like. Well, a, blood lot infusion them, a lot of them. A lot of them
0: are using B12 injections too, which is technically the injections is what makes that it across the line. Yeah, right. it's crosses like, the line. It's all yeah. the
1: stuff that's pretty blurry. Where. Yeah. But still, I mean, 440 watts. <laughs>
0: 440 watts
1: for an Just hour. Just hold it for an hour. In an that hour. Helps. so
3: That's amazing. Back to your point. Yeah. What are you trying to get us to buy I, into, or so what do you want to
0: go away? What I what I want is the cycling community, because I remember, I mean, I was obviously a big professional cyclist fan. People got really excited in 2014, 2015, 2016 when these efforts were being done. Sure. And there was a um, an Italian woman that said it too at that time that put it well out of reach. Sure. So I would love to see, I think it'd be very exciting for kind of the cycling community to start asking for that again because i really think i mean um we were just talking about what's the team that's going to a gravel race oh uh, yeah uh, 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 foundation yeah yeah, yeah. 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 first uh, and i really do believe that that was the amateur cycling fans asking for that sort of stuff to start happening and these teams see this kind of push It'd be really cool to see oh i a would push to see yeah. like hey let's let's have i mean i would love to go back in time and see fabian cancellara At his absolute best as a time trialist, go out there Mm -hmm. and and duke it out with Wiggins. Like, you know, I mean, I think we're kind of past the Tony Martin uh, era of time trialing when he was winning a lot of these time trials. But
1: I don't even know who I'd want to see right now. Yeah,
0: there's 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 a next generation of time trialists coming up that are fast, but the 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 big names are gone, unfortunately. You know, I mean, the 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 stalwarts are gone
2: or um, Dumoulin. Yeah, there's a new young American. Who's the new young American? Um, McNulty,
0: oh yeah, McNulty, who did very well at Worlds. Yeah, that'd be very cool to see. Um, Yeah, I'd love to see Taylor Finney come back and give the hour record a shot from the
1: American point of view. What about you personally? Would you ever try to like? Would that be something you'd be interested in doing? If that was an option of like, hey, we're gonna take the next three months and like once you know do roll through it three times, and then the next year try and beat your times or whatever it is. It'd
0: it'd be fun to travel to the velodrome and give it a shot. Because you don't
1: have a PR for the hour, God. So, no. so whatever you do, if we is we
0: set, be... yeah.
3: If we set something up through Obrá to go down to Alpenrose to the velodrome there, the outdoor
0: velodrome, yeah,
3: to start putting in Obrá records for the one
0: hour. Oh, that'd be fun. Would you do <laughs> it? I would give it a shot. I have, I have not ridden one hour record. I have, sure. I have not, I have not ridden on a track. But I've, I mean, after I would come down a couple weekends, train on it, and then yeah, that'd that would be, be kind of
3: fun though, because I mean, you could break it out into all the all the different categories. Yeah, and you can have an overall for men's and women's, and yeah. just let it ride.
0: Yeah. So, so that would be my ask of the local community: is let's actually start trying to do the hour record. As it's, it's so much more. There's so much more cycling history to it than us sitting on the, you know, everybody getting their FTP numbers off trainers and everything like yeah. that. I used to, uh, my, my, my buddy in Colorado, Kit, always makes the joke that if it happened on a trainer, it's not real. That's <laughs> that, that that's like his joke, but that's because yeah. he, he was a big hour record fan Wait, when that was happening.
2: Ryan, Ryan Lee made some comment on our live stream. He uh-huh. said, with Zwift, we thi- theoretically ride year-round in the Pacific Northwest. Well, I
3: think that was tying to the, the previous comment that he made about Matt's comment. Um, we theoretically it? caught the group. Oh. No, we theoretically, theoretically caught the group. Jake, I feel like he was talking about <laughs> your <laughs> um,
1: your ride from Saturday, theoretically uh-huh. caught catching the group on the McDonald's stop. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Did you say it? I no, guess you, I did you, say yeah, that, huh? You said you, yeah. said that. Oh, crap. Jake. It was me. You, you <laughs> virtually <laughs> caught the group. Yeah, yeah we did. We, we just if didn't if know where you they're on at. They're playing hide and
3: seek with us. They're playing hide and seek. All right. Never mind.
2: You can throw me in the No theoretically. Our records on the... uh, No. Let me
0: me get... So, the the record that Wiggins set is 54.5. So, that is... We're talking that's just under 35 miles an hour, isn't it?
2: 54.5 kilometers. Kilometers.
0: I believe that that is like 34.5 miles an hour.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: That is... That, I think, is a more ridiculous number to look at than the watts. It's like...
3: Somebody break it since then or no, you, is he no, still, the, still the, the, there's, there's there's been a lot where, of guys who
0: have tried i could have swore um, there was somebody else maybe it was somebody between him Zerbal, uh tom zerbel was close
1: okay. i think the technology is interesting close. too right like they're using yeah. like dual disc wheels and just interesting stuff yeah like from a time trialing nerd perspective like that that mm-hmm. stuff you know is is interesting to me yeah and it goes back to kind of your point, which was like, this was popular. People were paying attention. Yeah. This stuff is cool. Yeah. I wish we had that back again. And it's very 33.9. So
0: 33.
2: 33.9. So 34, miles.
0: yeah. Yeah. And this is where the, the question is I know, Um, I think it was GCN had done something as is it possible for the hour record to get over 35 miles an hour? And I think absolutely. I mean, you think at some point, I mean, I think Dumoulin is definitely fitter now than when Wiggins set, because Wiggins set that record when he was 35 years old. Yeah, yeah. He was at the back end of his career. Yeah um i mean still very fast and strong time trialist but not at his best Dumoulin right now is oh. at his best
1: and there's we, there's a lot of other weird stuff too where it's like if you look at like w- along that process of like when they picked the day and the location it has a lot to do with the air it pressure as a lot to do and with the air so pressure, yeah. and i don't i think it was pretty good when they picked it for wiggins but it wasn't perfect yeah he so did it, kinda,
0: he did in the uk at the olympic uh the the velodrome they used for the olympics i believe and,
1: and if i think if you go up to a little bit of altitude there's less air pressure but then you have to deal with the altitude yeah so there's some there's Really interesting, yeah. There's some interesting stuff to, to look into, and I think that potentially there's, there's room there for a couple, a little bit, but mm-hmm. man, definitely something I that know. would be cool to kind of watch the process. Someone like really Dumoulin cool. would be a good person yeah. to,
0: yeah. to pick just a powerhouse. God, yeah, Rohan Dennis is huh? another one. Mm-hmm. I mean, he beat Dumoulin. He and, and Roland Dennis had a had one of the he had the record for a bit, so he's he's actually tried it all, okay. already. Now this was years ago, so he was much younger. Yeah. Um but yeah, he he had the record for a small bit and I think Wiggins <clears throat> is the one who took it from him. I okay. think I think Dennis had it until Wiggins took it. Gotcha. Yeah. All
3: right, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Matt, sell us or Make something go right,
1: away, right? Yeah. The the real um, question was like stuff that you guys really love or stuff that you really hate. And Lance, of course, being Lance, of course, goes with something he really loves. Mm-hmm. Evan, also something he really loves. <laughs> Dude, hate, hate, hater, hate. <laughs> um, so yeah. So uh, race medals. <laughs> Love them, right? <laughs> race medals. Now, now here's the here's the uh, the crazy part about this is I can argue for race medals or against race medals, and I, I'll take whatever you guys want me to choose. Like.
3: What well, you great?
1: do
0: both, and we'll take a consensus after that. Let's right. say in <laughs> cycling versus in triathlon, because triathlon is very different with race medals than yeah, ci- cycling. You will, I, I mean, you got to earn. It, you got know, to get, get on the podium. You only get it if yeah. you get on the podium, and Correct. sometimes even on the podium they don't give out the medals. Right, and, the, and I should it's be specific.
2: Plan. It should Are be like finisher medals, finisher medals, not podium medals, not like top three medals. You're talking, finisher I finished. Dead last, I get a medal just like medal. the first place person. Yeah. Here's
0: here's the problem with <laughs> even the podium medals though. Here's the thing with the podium medals. I right. think I think you should, should give out overall. Overall top three, That's and it. then the last three who finish the race should get it too, because those people are usually like in their eighties and doing awesome. And it's like, give that guy a medal. He was out there the longest today. <laughs> I'm maybe fine it with just be like, I'm fine with dead last getting a medal because that some, guy that guy spent the scrub. most amount of time on the race <laughs> course the that race, day. <laughs> what if the
1: race director gave out like um, you know how they do in cycling like most combative or something like that? Like yeah, that would be cool. That would be. But <laughs> I, yeah, I DFL. Medal. All right, so <laughs> yeah. so so I'll start with I'm like, like the easy, which is like race medals. You know, come on, yeah. guys. Like you finish a sprint triathlon. Yeah. yeah, people are. I mean, part of the process is like you sign up. You, you know you post the fact that you signed up on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it's this whole spectacle that you're showing, like almost like a showing off kind of thing. Yep. And then you get yep. your race medal, and you sh- you got to post that to you know Facebook, and then you got to hang it up, and you know in your office or put it in your cubicle on your
2: computer or something like that. And I was just mm-hmm. like, uh, and race directors, you know, they you get just it. described the last ten years of my life. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's tough because it's like. All you know, the four of us are, are
1: not good examples because we race because we want to see what we can do, yeah. right? And and yeah. the the race medal, like all of us, like don't care about race medals really. You know, no. like I end up losing them all anyway. Yeah, like I my big thing is giving them back to the race director because they can reuse them or whatever, mm-hmm. which is great. And the race directors don't care either, but they no. know they have to do it because a right. lot of people care so much about it. Yeah.
2: Well, so, the, the the race directors, they're not making money on the. Th- first five or ten no. finishes of the race uh, no. they're making money. But- on Everywhere. the thousand that are in there. yeah, And they want a race medal. And it's yeah. metal. They should why? be earned though. They but should be why, earned. Why if you, you wanna want to commemorate that medal? Yeah, if you like, want to
3: commemorate the fact that you just did a race and you didn't finish the opponent, go buy a t-shirt from the the race yeah. director and yeah. support them yeah. that way. That's going to that's going to support them infinitely better because you're a little walking billboard for them now. You got yeah. something to commemorate the fact that you did it and yeah. you didn't earn
0: the medal so you shouldn't have it. And now you're marketing for them.
3: There All you right. go. So yeah. so yeah.
1: consensus here is definitely like yeah, race medals. I know. We could do without them. We I'm could sure, totally do without I'm them. I'm sure like we'll get on. some
0: comments that are saying that we're insensitive to all this, but Shoot. this has been something I rolled my eyes at for a year. I hate them. I think they're the dumbest yeah. thing ever. Yeah. I think when you get to that finish line, and also they're really annoying too, because yeah. like you get to that finish line, and I've been told I'm a little bit of like a race line, you know, drama person. Yep. Like I collapse on the ground. I don't want this, per- like I want the water. The person goes to like, give me the medal first. I'm like, <laughs> screw the metal. I need the water right now. <laughs> like I need four Gatorades and a water.
1: I kind of like my Iron Man medals, I feel like those are
2: kind of special. Yeah. It's a I, nice little piece of memorabilia. I, I probably just like you guys, I have hundreds of medals. Yep. And I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. But there's, there's maybe. I accidentally lose them. <laughs> there's maybe five that really mean something to me. Yeah. You know. And it
1: probably is stuff that's like Ironman races, potentially like you do, you know, a 200 mile gravel race. Like that medal's kind of cool. Yeah. So like,
0: I've actually got an idea for us here. Now, this comes from my group back in Ohio. They had a program. I'm gonna mess this up. I forget the name of the program, but I I was believe it was through a children's hospital, and it Uh, was something that a group of triathletes had started, and everybody gave their old medals in, and it was like a cancer. It was like an oncology, you know, children's hospital, and they went out and handed out the medals to the kids there. That'd be cool. I thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah, yeah, it was very very cool.
1: So, so the counterpart of this is like, is easier. Also, it's like, hey we should keep medals in triathlon. It c- encourages people to do these races. Like, enough said. Like, that should yeah. be a reason to keep them. And yeah. people are paying for them with their race fees, mm-hmm. you know? And so... Maybe I th- the race
0: th- fees can come down, though,
3: I if we take lie. away the medals. I'd great. like that.
1: That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> um, Buy a T-shirt, folks. You don't need a medal. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I like race T-shirts, you know, I, for the I, most part. I have I, a lot
2: of those. I, I agree that we don't need race medals. But for... The participants, for the for the couch yep. potatoes who are getting out there, I think it's a motivating factor for them. I think it is. Because I have hundreds of medals. If somebody has two, it's a much bigger deal for them. Or zero, and or it's their zero, zero, first triathlon. Or yeah. first one. So that could be they, motivating and for them And they're not people. sure if
1: they're going to finish, and then they finish. Right. So yeah. I don't know. Does that
0: actually motivate people to finish, though?
1: Yeah. It doesn't yeah. become a conversation God, piece, though, because
3: you're not wearing that thing out and about and all there around are. for everybody. Yeah. You, the generally
0: speaking the t-shirt th- makes more
1: sense exactly. to me but, or the but, hat but the thing is, is there's in, in Ironman they have this they have like a finisher shirt yeah um, but you most races the race. <laughs> most races are gonna give you a race shirt when you yeah. sign up right. so that means great job on signing up you know it doesn't mean yeah. you finish the race so and I mean well, then change your
3: little paradigm there. To you get your T-shirt once you finish. You sure. bought it, but you don't get it until you yeah. finish. So
1: that's your. Carry. I would be. I'd be fine with that. That's I'm also fine the... without medals, and I'm also yeah. you know. That's fine. the
2: way the Portland Marathon did it every did year. They? Yeah. I'm, I think that's good. It is you didn't you you didn't get your finisher shirt? You didn't get a shirt until at the finish line. Yeah. I
1: also used to be like that's kind of a cool way to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also
2: have have this theory that it's bad luck to wear a race
1: shirt that you didn't do. Like that's yeah that's bad <laughs> yeah that's bad that mojo, juju right bad yeah. juju. ooh I will I say a, though
0: I use a bag yeah. from the La Quinta Indian Wells race because right. it fits my computer perfectly into it <laughs> it's like, I never keep I, I usually don't keep the stream bags because I have too many of those right. but they did Cassie did the race and she got this like awesome like La Quinta bag and right. I was like oh I'm definitely gonna use that I have and it's been perfect I have yeah.
1: stuff that like I have like a New York City Marathon jacket that's super nice that Asics gave me and it's like. This is super nice. This is probably like hundred. And so it just sat in my closet for a long time. I finally gave it away to someone because you never ran it. But I never so, ran it. Yeah. But it's like I st- just because it's bad. I mean, I think we're. I feel like we, you've done enough races to justify. We, it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we need to be careful of being like, yeah, it's you know, it's it's bad luck or whatever. But
2: are are we really that superstitious? There's you know, there's one medal that that I have that I could I could actually never part with and yeah. never give away, and it was. When I finished the Boston Marathon, yeah, ten minutes before the bombs went off, yeah, Yeah. and that was you know not a lot of people finished that marathon that day. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. That was it. so then, I guess I guess playing, event, yeah, yeah,
0: playing devil's advocate here. I know we we all talk about the like, oh the finishers medal stuff, and we can all go on on that. But like, yeah, so, some of these some of these bigger events, bigger moments, like having something like that is is pretty cool. I know for it's got some panache about it, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, for, for for me, I will say there there is one that I'm keeping that actually I still have with me. And it's the Santa Cruz one. I'm I'm keeping that Santa Cruz medal yeah. probably for Never. as long. Well, you killed it. You I should. would I would say well it was it, it it was just a it was a very important race to me. Right. I know I know I could have done better. I will do better in the future, but like that—that that was an important race to me. So, so, so
1: this is the tricky part where it's, we're all like, "Yeah, medals are okay yeah. if it's a what about to that event, person at
0: that five k who, who it is just barely got off the couch and that five k medal is important to them?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'll yeah. give that. I think it's tough. I don't, I don't know where we draw the line. Like you say, like, hey, if you, you have do to a marathon, it's sure, it's okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if you do a half Ironman, sure, that's okay. Yeah. If you finish a sprint triathlon or a 5K road race, like, no. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So we could draw a line in this hand and in, in something that the four of us could agree to, but I don't, you know, it's hard to say that that's fair. Anyway, yeah. I, I thought it'd be an interesting topic to discuss because the. Maybe
0: Ironman should have, like, a first timer's medal. So, like, everybody who's finished their first Ironman gets a medal. Here's That'd your medal. Cool. If you're on number five and you Finish the middle of the pack, you know. Ah, give him a T-shirt. Head, head back home. Yeah, buy a T-shirt. and Head <laughs> back home. Iron Man's a long <laughs> way,
1: man. That's a long day. Yeah, it
0: is. I have not done one, so I should not be well. speaking on the Iron Man. But yeah, well, mm-hmm.
1: halves are halves are long days. So you've done a lot of this. Yeah, they are long days. Cool.
3: Mine. Jake. What's right, he,
1: this. Is it a love or a hate? It's a hate. They need to go away. <laughs> be gone. Be
3: gone. Uh-huh. done with you. I think the bike haters. industry is listening, this. Me and Lance
0: are just really, really
1: positive people. That's right. <laughs> rim brakes. Uh, See uh, Oh, God. <laughs> OK. OK. I like this because, I mean, I okay. love. OK. I like to, the part of the argument piece here. Bring it. Um, so rim brakes are heavier total component pieces, if you look at total components. Really? They are? Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. I didn't know that. The, wait. Disc brakes are heavier. Th- what disc brakes are heavier. What did I Correct. say? Correct. Yeah. Disc brakes are heavier. By yeah. how so, much? How, I don't know how
0: much are we talking about. But
1: I feel like maybe they could get they grams. could get close. I feel like, but I'm anyway. talking like two, three hundred grams here? Okay. So rim brakes are lighter. Correct. So argument one. Mm-hmm. Argument number two. Rim brakes are probably more affordable. Uh, that's starting to change, my friend. Yeah. Okay. How about They're also not um, as available now? <laughs> uh, in a time trial, um, you're you're not needing to break a whole bunch. So it's less important to have great braking, but when it argu- is important, argu- all argument. of a sudden something
3: happens. When it's important, it's you important. never you never know when you're going to need to stop on a dime. Sure, okay. and time trial bikes are notorious about being terrible for that. you don't always oh, yeah. ride They're your time trial bike in just a time trial. You got to right. go out on the roads and train. If you got to go out there and interact sure. with cars, good have brakes. People, other riders.
1: That's true. All right, argument number five <laughs> <laughs> is. Aerodynamics are better on rim brakes, especially now because you can actually hide them within the fork and do different things like that. That's becoming negligible as well. It is becoming negligible, and depends on like the you know how much like we're talking about crosswind versus like head-on and things like that. Yeah. So
3: yes, I think I think safety trumps all.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. But being
3: able to stop and being able to stop in a in a reasonable amount of time right trumps all.
1: Absolutely, I I'm. Arguing for the sake of arguing. Yeah. No, I love but, it. Uh, I know. I know. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm rim brakes are mm.
2: easier to install and easier breaks. to repair. Yeah. There's yeah, there's true. A, often rubbing with the
1: disc brakes that's can annoying. be annoying. Can be annoying.
3: There is um, a little bit of an adjustment, and I think with time, um, they're already getting better. I've been working okay. on them for years, and a lot right. of it came from I only worked on uh, you know, that the disc brakes when it was a mountain bike that would come in Mm -hmm. and then you would, you know, get the road bikes and it was just all easy peasy. You come in, you knock out some shoes and you put the new pads in and it's easy to do. It's easy to center it and all that other fun stuff. And then all of a sudden road bikes are starting to come in with disc brakes on there. And yes, you do have to do a little bit more work with, you know, lining up the, uh, you know, the the calipers so that you've got the even spacing between the pads and the, the rotor and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, the rotor gets a slight wobble to it. You've got to true that. And right. then you've got to, you know, bleed them and all that fun stuff. But as these bikes come through and the generations start to become um, better. You know, better, like Tram, for instance, um, their road bikes, I, I used to think they suck, but now I think I actually prefer bleeding their mm-hmm. um, hydraulic setup over the Shimano stuff. It is so stinking easy just to slam it in there. And Lance can attest to this. We just did it on his bike the, the last week. Mm-hmm. It, it It is super simple. I mean, it, <laughs> and I hate saying that because um, I don't want to lose business and some people are still going to be scared of it but if you've got hydraulic brakes and especially if it's the SRAM stuff if you've got the right bleed kit it's mm-hmm. like anybody can do this it's not rocket science you're just going to push a couple bubbles out and you're mm-hmm. done it's lickety split if you've got the right setup and and the the new stuff bleeds extremely easy
1: um so from a novice pers-
3: perspective yeah adjustments on brakes and brake maintenance the adjustment factor is super simple. It's two bolts, you loosen it up, and you just need to know where to right. look, and then you just find that proper gapping, and then you watch for any wave in the, the rotor, and you're good to go. Yeah, um, That part is super simple. Before that, it was like, all right, well, uh, I, you. You had to bleed the brakes just the right way in order to make the the reach so that like mm-hmm. you're not pulling and it's like bottoming out against your handlebars where you want it to engage. Mm-hmm. Well, there's adjustments on the levers now, so where you can push it out and you can get the the proper feel, like that the the tactile touch, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so that part's super mm-hmm. simple and it's a lot easier now just to push fluids through there so that you can get it set up so that it's not soft. And then once you get it set up right, it's generally speaking you don't have to bleed it for a long, long time, because yeah. the systems are becoming much more secure and solid. And you're not losing fluids, and you're not getting air introduced into the system. So um, so my point is, I could take you through the process of bleeding your brakes and changing the brake pads one time and teach you yeah. how to do it, and you would be sufficient for time moving on. Should we
1: make a video? We should. <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> All right, sure. la- yeah. last argument, and then I'm going to give up and, and give in to the, the rim brake should die uh, argument. And, and my last one is, Uh, For people that have lots and lots of wheels, different race wheels, different blah, 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 changing to disc um, is an issue. And having like a um, having everything be exchangeable and compatible amongst all your bikes in different uh, discs that could potentially have different diameters. Amongst all your bikes. Whereas rim, you know, you could switch out race wheels and things like that. And to even if you have to make an adjustment for for my race wheels and my training wheels, there, the, the rim width is the same. So I don't have to do anything. Um, it would be a serious investment to switch over to discs. Not it, that it, I'm saying I won't do it. It, but, it
3: is, and it would be. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Here's a couple points to that. The bike industry is changing. If right. you look out there and you're looking at mm-hmm. manufacturers and you look at the bikes that they're making, they're making fewer and fewer rim brakes. So if you have a rim brake bike right now, right. odds are your bike is going to devalue tremendously over the next year to two years. Yep. Tremendously. It's going to lose a lot of value because nobody wants those bikes anymore. Yeah. They will eventually not make them anymore. and the, the industry will be all disc brake. So your bike, if you don't get rid of it now and make it somebody else's problem, um, you're gonna be in a situation where they're just not gonna have a lot of them out there and nobody's gonna have them and, and nobody's gonna be riding them. So they're gonna be you know, flooding the, the used market because everybody's gonna be getting disc brakes. Um, so you, you've got that, mm-hmm. that issue right there. Yeah. Um, as for your question, your, your rim brake wheels, they're all eventually gonna wear out. You know why? Because you're braking on that, that surface, the, the brake pads, and that's eventually gonna wear out. That's another thing that's nicer about the disc brake bikes is the wheel, theoretically, will last a lot longer because changing out a you know, $20, $30, 40 $50 rotor is a, a lot, lot less expensive and a lot, lot easier than yeah. the whole wheel because mm-hmm. your wheels, especially where we live, I mean, if you're gonna be riding on right. a rim brake in the, the winter time, not only does it stop like crap, even if you've got the best brake pads on um, an alloy surface, Got okay braking modulation, but it still doesn't break all that great. But you're you're picking up all this road debris and you're wearing down that wheel, and what, it's going to be yeah. done.
1: What I like is that I see a lot of you guys like you kind of have one kind of race wheel, and you know it breaks well. And you, it's not like you're avoiding your race wheels because they don't break as well. Like they they break great because they're disc brake, and yeah, you guys w- use those all the time. You yep. Use them on all a lot of the training rides and stuff like that. So.
3: Yeah, you get to ride on nicer wheels, like you
1: just said. Yeah, That's a good
3: point. It's yeah. definitely fun. So, Absolutely. I just think that the industry is changing. It's time to get rid of them, which is a good thing. And I rode on rim brakes for a lot of years, a lot of years, put a lot of miles on them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as soon as I rode on a disc brake bike, I was like, oh, OK, I get it. It, it, it's, it really is that much better. It's okay. significant. And I held off on buying a time trial bike for a year because I knew that this was coming down the pipeline, right. and it came mm-hmm. out, and now I have a bike, a TT bike that has um, disc brakes, and right. those wheels are interchangeable with the wheels that I have on my road bike. So if I want to take off the, the deep dish and the, the, the disc mm-hmm. um, and put on some just 40-mil training wheels, I can just go snag them off my road bike and everything's interchangeable. So unfortunately for the folks that have... The, the rim brake stuff you're gonna mm. you're gonna be a, a pickle if you want to make that switch because yeah. it is kind of an expensive thing but if you wait too long your stuff's gonna be worth even less yeah. and mm-hmm. if you wait too long it's gonna eventually wear out anyway so you might as well just kind of suck it up and, and make that change so yeah it, otherwise it'd be like listening to a cassette tape in today's day and age when you have mp3s you know well, why would yes, you I continue to don't do make that make fun of my cassette tapes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so the cd player in my car yeah, yeah. um we were tentatively going to do a hot seat. We don't have enough time, no. but I'm going to be it. selfish here and I'm going to throw out the only hot seat we question. We make it. Oh. <laughs> uh, unless somebody can trump this, but um, it's, this kind of dovetails into the, the ride that we had this past weekend and it mm-hmm. kind of dovetails into this conversation that we're um, just having. My question to you guys, will you be switching your road bikes over to tubeless anytime soon? I think all four of us are still riding tubed, and there's a lot of people on the team. And I'm actually surprised because we just ordered a bunch of the new Continental 5000s uh, for the team, and I ordered for everybody. And I was floored at how many people are riding tubeless. tubeless now. I was like, holy cow, it was exactly the opposite. I thought maybe like. 10 15 20 percent of the people at most mm-hmm. would order the tubeless version no it was the other way around I'm like really okay well that's a that's good to know and it's yeah. nice to know so I started reading around a little bit and you know the manufacturers of wheels have start they're getting it right they're they're doing better they're building better wheels that are actually tubeless compliant you're just not you just yeah. slapping some stands tape in there and crossing your fingers that it's going to work they're actually building these wheels specifically to be tubeless okay um so that that part's good and then the tire manufacturers continental being one of the more notable ones that we use a lot cuz they make a great tire none of their prior tires were tubeless compatible. Like if you wanted to run them tubeless, you were actually voiding the warranty of the wheel. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) fast forward now, the new GP5000 has come out, which is a fantastic wheel. You get better rolling resistance. You're getting free watts out of it and they are making a tubeless specific one. So now you're dropping the weight of a tube. That's obviously you got the sealant in there, but mm-hmm. you, you can run it at different pressures and whatnot. And you're going to be hopefully yeah. like for, like, let me ask you this question. Between me and Evan, we had two yeah. flats this weekend. Yes. It, would the nail oh, that that's both of question. us hit, would the sealant have closed that up? I don't know. I don't so. think so. I think I mean, when you have like I don't catastrophic know. Well, failure, I looked at his tire, and yeah. it was just—it was, was just a simple like in and out kind of puncture, but it went all the way in and got the the yeah. rim. Yeah, but um, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I, I don't know. It I, maybe the, would have been able sealant, to survive it. The yeah, sealant might
0: have. It might have. It wasn't a, a gash. It wasn't a slash. No, no, tire. no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't like it went straight. It was hooked, so it kind of like rolled in and hooked in, and that's yeah. how, and that's how it scraped the rim. But yeah, and I'm curious if it would have worked for me as
3: well. And in years past, I've seen people that have that exact same scenario. And that's the scenario that I always have told Mm -hmm. people, that's why I hate tubeless setups. Because yeah, right. that nail goes in, it comes out. And all of a sudden, this white mist spray is going everywhere. And I'm yep. grabbing brakes to get away from you, because I don't want to get covered in tire sealant. Yeah. And next thing you know, you've got tire sealant all over your bike, all over your drive train. You've got to take the tube all out, or you got to slam a tube in there. So you've got to take the tire off. And you've got sealant coming all over the place. So it's just a big, giant mess. Yeah. Tires are changing. Wheels are changing. The sealants are getting better. Yeah. Uh,
2: is it time to switch to tubeless, guys? Every bike I own is tubeless except my road bike. Yeah. And I and I, I question when it's time to do it, yeah. you know.
3: Well, you've got the same wheel set as I do. We've got the head um the head 40 something. Yeah, the oh gosh, the Vanquish. Yeah, yeah vanquish. vanquish. Yeah. So, and those are supposed to be great tubeless setups yeah. and now we've got these new GP 5000 tubeless tires coming out. I think there's some uh, some testing that needs to be done. Maybe a video, Matt. Sure, uh, a yeah. video. I like awesome. it. So I like it. Will you guys be switching to tubeless, Matt?
1: Evan, Lance? <sighs> it's always. I I feel like it's always tempting. I feel like it's been tempting for a while. I feel like, you know, when it works, it's great. You keep rolling, life moves on. Yeah, you're good, and I just feel like when it doesn't work, it super doesn't it work. Super doesn't yeah. work.
3: Yeah. Well, I yeah. was talking with Chris Sarat after a ride on Thursday. Uh huh. He said, I rode 10,000 miles yeah. and got one flat when I switched to tubeless. I yeah. was like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm thinking in my head, like 10,000 miles. It's years
0: and years I and years. get at
3: least a flat a month. And if I'm riding 1,000 miles a month, which I don't, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that's, that's probably at least a dozen flats for me in a year. And he yeah. got one.
1: Yeah. There's just so many different types of flats, right? I mean, you have the, the sidewall slash.
3: That doesn't happen too often, though. It for doesn't me happen too often. Yeah. No, it yeah. doesn't
1: happen too often. No, I agree. I think the conditions on the road were pretty gnarly. And I was going to be very surprised if we made it through this podcast without talking about, like, types of tires mm-hmm. or, you know, some sort of discussion about, like, what we can do to mitigate that situation where like yeah. we had a I mean you guys you two had flats but like there was 30 people on bikes and a oh, lot there are a yeah, lot of Ohio flats, flats
3: yeah. yeah whenever we ride out to Vancouver it's, like uh,
1: though Vancouver its it, there's always
3: it's but, I mean, when we but did but the, marine
1: drive was was gross too yeah. and and when you're kind of in a tight pack you don't have a lot of room to move around yeah, you to avoid yeah. to avoid you know sloppier sections if yeah. you're biking by yourself you can kind of I feel like you can steer clear a little bit better find, but find the clean stuff yeah yeah
0: yeah, for, for for me, it's I mean, uh, too. Yeah, so on well, my, my my money's all going into my time trial bike here coming up. But yeah. I really need to assess. Everybody at this table knows this. So I I need to assess my road bike situation, which is probably just in time for yeah. For yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I, time. I, I, fa- I, I, I've I've realized. Faster, I know, but is... I really have like an attachment with this road bike. Oh, I really do. That's I have good. I have, like an emotional attachment to this road bike. It, it it will be yeah. I'm I'm going to keep it. Yeah. yeah. Hang but it up it's, on the wall.
3: It's a nice little yeah. conversation yeah. piece. Then it yeah. is. But yeah, it's going to be marked.
0: after the beginning of the season when I get my time trial set up all good. The the next step is a new road bike. So it's it's going to have to happen here. So. When you're doing, I will probably go tubeless, to be honest. Yeah.
3: When you go out to do a race or a time trial, mm-hmm. would it make sense, though, to be tubeless? Because you're going to, de- like, if you get a flat, you've got to stop and change it. At least you're giving yourself a fighting chance to maintain air pressure to finish a race. And yeah.
0: Is, does right it make now, more sense? Right now, I'm on the Victoria Slicks, which, so I'm not tubeless going yeah. into this season. But that's because I really like that tire. And that tire really, like, Fast. I mean,. But this is—it's like—it's like I it's like told you guys. My, my guys race like my race mindset in seventy three is if I flat the day's done. I don't bring kits. I don't, and I don't know why. I mean, people ask me like that's dumb. I'm like, yeah, I know it's dumb, but that's like my mindset is if I flat the day's done. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, now, now if you hit tubeless, like a, yeah, a tubeless nail is, or
3: wire or yeah piece of glass, and you've got that tubeless sealant in there, and it theoretically does its job, it can hold on. Yeah. The yeah. other question. So maybe that would be is, a bad
1: idea to look into that. I think you can gain rolling resistance. Benefits by going tubeless. Again, there's there's all kinds of different pieces of the puzzle. There. Not with the
0: slicks, though. I think the slicks are about Super. as good as what's been tested so far. Right.
1: Um, I think tubeless ends up being better. Like lower rolling resistance. We'd have to look it up. But like you can do latex tubes and things like that that make things better. But I Mm -hmm. still think tubeless ends up being better on rolling resistance. Um, Again, someone will correct us if I'm wrong. Hopefully they'll chime (laughs) in the chats or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I think those are the numbers. And so there's so then there's real advantages for you to say, like, hey, you know, if I lose this race, you know, coming Mm -hmm. up by three seconds, like it was a really close race, (laughs) that could have been the difference, right? Or or whatever it is. Absolutely.
3: So if you're listening to this and you've got an opinion on this or you've oh, okay. got experience on this, yeah. um, do chime in on our Facebook
0: Be very interested page. to hear. Yeah, yeah, the
3: Dial Podcast mm-hmm. Facebook page would be fantastic to hear that. I'm just curious because I want to know, for me, for racing in the future, I think there might be an advantage there. Or for big mm-hmm. group rides, if we didn't have, how many flats were there that day? Five or six? A lot. If we didn't have yeah. five or six and everybody could have stayed together because there weren't mechanical things mm-hmm. going on, that just makes for a better ride, yep. Lance, and I it wouldn't does. have been chasing the entire yeah. day. So, it does. Um, yeah, I'd like to hear from everybody and see what you guys. Um, I feel like have. this is
1: one of those holy war arguments where people are, you know, really adamant of, you know, one way or the other. And so, if you'd asked be-
3: me six months ago, I would laughed at you and said, no no, "No, no way, no. I'm not doing it." But mm-hmm. there, things are changing, guys. Yeah. So, and I, I I've got to. Be realistic and, and take a yeah. look at this and say hey, hey, it, I, might, it might have finally made well, it. And that's if I could ride ten thousand
0: miles on right. discs and tubeless without flats and no brake problems, yeah. I would absolutely sign up for that tomorrow. Yeah, but yeah.
3: That's what money. we should do: is test test, yeah. test, 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 test. Yep. Yep. Cool. All right. One last thing, Matt. Start us off.
1: Oh, I don't have too much to say. Um, always, uh, thanks to the listeners who are chiming in, taking their time to listen to us. I'd love to hear a little bit more about you guys. So. Um, Drop comments on the Facebook thing, like Jake just mentioned recently. Um, I've got uh, probably a video coming out this week on the YouTubes. Mm -hmm. My YouTube channel is youtube.com slash legrand. That's M-L-E-G-R-A-N-D. I think I'm gonna talk about um, a specific track workout. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then sometime in the near future, I'm gonna do like beginning novice triathlon type stuff. Like, you know, I'm not exactly sure like, hey, if you you know if you're coming and you and you know nothing about triathlon, like what do I need to know? Like what do I mm-hmm. need to do to get to the starting line and potentially the finish line of your first triathlon? Uh, so that video, look for that mm-hmm. either at the end of this week or next week. So you mm-hmm. coach them on how to get a medal. Um, you know what? Get that medal. <laughs> they might even be able to medal. Get the medal. <laughs> you Might even be able yeah. to get them to medal. Yep. You put out a video this past week too. What was that? Real quick. Uh, I did a swimming workout video, and um, it was actually pretty. I, it was good cause I I've done the workout once before and then I did it one more time prior to the video going out and it was like a 4,000 meter workout.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was pretty cool because the way like the end of the workout goes, it's, it's like uh it's, 10 by wait no it's 15 by 100 which sounds brutal right like you're hearing this in your mind you're like that's gonna be miserable yeah but the way it's set up is like you do kind of like four gradually getting harder and then the fifth one easy and then you go through it that rounds three times or whatever Mm -hmm. to make 15 and you're just like wow all of a sudden, you get all these meters in or yards, depending on if you're swimming meters or yards, but it's a great way to get a lot of swimming in. Yep. Mm-hmm. So check it out. That's yep. Good stuff, Matt. Good stuff. Evan, one
0: last thing. My last thing. We need some sun. Today, yeah. we got a little bit of sun, yeah, but it's already gone. We, <laughs> need, we need more sun. Oh. We just need more. So that fog yesterday was like claustrophobic. I couldn't take it. It was. It was, I was like getting s- like, was anybody else getting super bummed out? This is like, I know this is this time of year. I'm like new to this region. And I know it's like, I've only, you know, now been here almost two years, but like, God, every
1: single time. My this time wife of was year getting very around. cranky. She's like, this oh, needs yeah. to go away. She's it like, needs to go even away. that
0: stupid wind that we had a
3: couple weeks ago, if that came back, I'd be happy. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Now, Jake, real quickly, um, comment from the live stream. Uh, your wife is doing her first triathlon probably this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the question was really targeting towards uh, Evan and I, and it was um, Best Beginner Triathlon PDX Area this summer. So if you are in the Portland greater area, the triathlons that we would probably recommend, they do have like a triathlon. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the Blue Lake Triathlon, which yep. I think is excellent. Yep. And I think they do a triathlon along with that particular yeah. weekend. Yeah. Um, but so those that's probably what I would look for. I would look for uh, look Y at, racing events. Yeah. yeah y- why Triathlon Racing Events is, yeah. definitely, yep. is definitely
0: the group to look at.
1: Yeah, and their website is yracingevents.com. Mm-hmm. And they'll have, I think, somewhere along, the uh, I would say, about eight events or so this mm-hmm. summer. And that's where you should start, absolutely. Yep. That's the best place to start. Yep,
0: you get to see me and Matt at probably they
3: a couple a of them. them. Yeah, yep. you'll see us. And then,
1: mm-hmm. and then Jake's wife, potentially, as well.
3: She is. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. um, got... Two or three on there. She's got mm-hmm. one that's going to be yeah. an Xterra style, and then she's going to be doing another one that's going to be a traditional. There's a few
0: from from her running club that are going to yeah.
3: be there. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. do an
1: all women's triathlon, um, girlfriend's triathlon, or something like that. And I think that's in August or mm-hmm. late summer. Anyway. Yeah. So, yep.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Cool. All right, Lance. One last, last thing. Uh, I'm going to switch my uh, road bike to tubeless. I've just decided. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I added some
3: tubeless 25 GP 5000s to the order for nice.
2: myself, because um, I want to give those a shot, too, so. Really, there's not a good reason. I don't have a good enough reason not to do it. Yeah.
3: Well, it's if nothing yeah. else, just try it out. If yeah. it yeah.
2: sucks and you have
1: problems with it, then it guess what? You can go on back, so. Yeah, I yeah. think my wheels are tubeless compatible. I could totally try it, so.
3: Yeah. All right, yep. my one last thing. Heaven, I we did yours, right? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I got it. Yeah, sorry, I'm having one of those Snickers moments, guys. I am like <laughs> calorie deprived. I was the same thing. I'm like, so been, like, hungry right Blabbering <laughs> on, and stepping on my own tongue all day long. It's just I said, I'm like so coffee for breakfast this freaking morning. Freaking hungry, oh.
1: yeah. I, a big workout,
3: and I don't even put
0: creamer in my coffee anymore. It's Just straight black oh, coffee. It's not, not even that's calories. That's, that's like negative calories. There's I think. no calories. Yeah, you're like burning some as you're exactly, drinking it. So. Exactly. <laughs> I
3: haven't eaten since dinner last night at like six thirty or something like that. So, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, pardon me. Uh, my one last thing is I just wanted to say I was proud of my wife. She uh, went on mm-hmm. her first road ride. There you go. This past weekend. She's ridden a mountain bike. That's awesome. Quite a few times mm-hmm. on dirt, but she did her first road ride outside. She went out to Vancouver Lake with, I think, four or five of her friends, and mm-hmm. she was on a borrowed bike. Um, which I was like, I can't believe my wife is having to borrow a bike. I was about if to say, <laughs> this, if you see There's all the forty-five stable. bikes in the garage, and your Well, literally, 40 bikes. Bikes. I have literally forty bikes. I have one that, that fits her, and uh-huh. it's it's over in Vancouver at, at the the studio, at Movement Revolution. where I share some space with Robbie yeah. over there, and it's her size and everything. But she didn't want to ride it because it's too expensive of a bike. It's a it's a BMC SLR one. So it's yeah. God, it was SLR one So it's probably like a It's five or six or seven thousand dollar bike. And she's like, I don't want to ride that. And she's like, What if I crash or, you know, what if I don't like it? And then it becomes used. I'm like, Okay, all right. So she brought one. So what was kind of cool though is later on after, um, you know, we did some cool stuff after the the ride. We went over and helped our, our lost teammate, My- mm-hmm. Michael Myers. We helped his wife, who is selling their house, and, and she's going to downsize mm-hmm. a little bit. She's staying here in campus, which is fantastic. Okay. But we went over there, and there must have been 10 or 12 of us. Mm-hmm. And she had this long list of all these things that she needed to get done to get her house on the market. And I'm sorry, this is a tangent here, but um, 12 of us just plowed through this whole thing. We finished in 55 minutes or something Dang. like that. This massive <laughs> oh list. Oh, my God. And, like, she was, like, her head was spinning. Like, everything was just happening so fast. And it was just done like that. And it was awesome. So it was. Oh, thank you to everybody who came out to that, by the way. So that was kind of cool. So when I got back from that, I walk in, and my wife is on... Um, social media or something like that, or at least that's what I thought. And I looked over. She was looking at Cannondale bikes on that's on funny. her phone, ah. like like trying to figure out which one she wanted. I'm like, oh, all right. That's cool. So she came to me, she's like, I, I need my own bike now. I'm mm-hmm. like so yeah. that that warmed my heart. That's so. interesting
1: because she's gonna do triathlons and it's kind of that's in this tricky situation where she's gonna need I, I'm Eventually, she's going to need two bikes, right? Where it's like she needs that road bike for the everyday stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like, eh, eventually, if she's racing triathlons, it's nice to uh, have that a bug. Don't know if she's going to get that deep
3: into yeah, her, who knows, the, right? the bushes. I, I yeah. think that she would be perfectly fine with a road bike for now. And then, then clip-on aero bars. Clip bars for down mm-hmm. the road. And yep. She's not going to be in that perfect TT position, but I don't think necessarily that's what right. she's looking for. So, and I've got yeah. some clip-on aero bars that we can put on there. She'll be happy camper. So. It is a
0: very, very slippery slope. <laughs> Yeah. you get yeah, in you're like yeah it. i'm just gonna ride the road bike like you know i'll just do a sprint yeah. and then oh we're gonna try yeah. one of these olympics and you know these yeah. clip-ons and you know maybe I should just get a triathlon bike and i yeah. just yeah. did a full yeah. Ironman man on a yeah. full out twelve thousand dollar bike yeah, so <laughs> well it's kind of cool
3: though because tonight i get to you know jump on zwift at the same time as her and i'm wow. on a whole recovery block so we're gonna actually ride together on zwift tonight so it'd be kind of neat that is cool i'm Riding gonna try to swim. do something that's a zwift commercial that. right there waiting to happen yeah Zwift commercial all right. Guys, as always, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I love this. this Thanks is for having us. Best part of the week every time. Favorite time of the week, yeah. It's mm-hmm. going to come up with those. Better Folgers, than sunshine. Folders commercials, <laughs> best <laughs> yeah. part of waking up, best part of Mondays and the whole week. But a huge Folgers thing, right? Videos, yeah. <laughs> so, and everybody who comes back to listen to us every single week, we really do appreciate that. And I just, it still spins my head. I mean, we're not the biggest podcast in the world. We're, we're, we're tiny potatoes compared to a lot of people, but mm-hmm. I still can't believe that we've the thousands and thousands and thousands of people who listen. It's just so awesome. Yeah. Um, what would be kind of cool, what I would love to see, if you're listening to us, there's people listening that have listened to us, and I think it's 18 or 19 different countries. That mm-hmm. blows my head. That just is, is nuts. Yeah. I would love to see you guys post and check in from wherever you're out in the world, or wherever yeah. you're at in the country, or just even if you're here in our backyard, just say hi to us on our... Uh, Um, Facebook page I think that'd be Mm -hmm. really cool Um, we would like to get to know you Matt says it quite a bit you guys are all part of our family we get to share this with you guys every single week so thank Mm -hmm. you so much for coming to listen Um, do chime in and if you ever have questions too feel free to email any of us at our first names at dialpodcast.com thank you so much for coming back you guys have a great week bye for now